0: Yeah. fridge podcast hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the beer fridge podcast real beer real breweries real opinions as always if you listen to this podcast hit that ding a ling a and be notified of all the latest episodes subscribe as well subscribe sub mother jeff and subscribe and uh, if you can also do so give us some five stars we five star rating would be lovely and uh, you can also show your support by heading to our patreon page patreon.com forward slash beer Bridge Podcast, like, follow, share, all the Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Right then, as usual, my name is Gavin. Thank you for joining us and I've got MD with me right now. The back shift will be joining shortly. MD, good evening.
1: Good evening. I'm in the room early for a change, so... I am. Bada bing, a boom, MD's in the room. Patrick. Officially not the back, The back. I was going to call it the backstroke there, it might be later, <laughs> but um, the backshift uh, is not me for a change,
0: which is <laughs> the nice. The backstroke can easily be done by the end of this, 100% easily get done. Um, we're going to start off as we normally do, and find out what we're drinking to start off the podcast. Um, I will kick things off, um, instead of always giving it to you, I am drinking... A brewery um, more popular down here on the south coast called Longman Brewery. Um, they traditionally do more cask and more traditional style beers. Um, I was at Middle Farm, which is a a, a beer boutique. Um, a rare kind of boutique, almost that you would quite easily drive past this place. It is a farm. It is a farm shop. You would not think it's going to sell tremendous beers, but it does, and it does a lot of local stuff. And yes, so we've got some long man and they're going away from more traditional style and they're starting doing some can stuff and some more kind of up to date beers, which when I seen the can, I was kind of like, oh, shit, that's long man. And um, so I've decided to pick up their 980 um, from their crafted collection, which is a, a Nipah and at 5.4%. It says full bodied tropical IPA, um, mosaic, Amarillo and Equinox. Um straight away it's it's light a light body Um, for me personally i feel that it's maybe that a wee bit of a a hop bitterness but not uh, maybe as in it's a wee maybe a slightly bit green that could just be me um don't get me wrong it's not overpowering the beer in terms of that it turns you off the beer completely. It's just adding an extra bit of bitterness at the end, which I'm not entirely sure is meant to be there, but, however, still a very nice beer. Um, they get These guys have been brewing for a long time, so they do know what they're doing, whether experimenting with more modern-style beers is maybe, it's maybe the kind of first time they're doing it. I'm not 100% sure. However, I am I am enjoying it. It is very nice. It has got um passion fruit, a wee bit of mango. I want to say maybe like papaya kind of like thing, like a papaya, a, like kind of like a zesty. You not know I mean, um, coming through in it. So it is a it is a nice beer. I feel like maybe it just there's something ever so slightly and potentially not quite right, but it's still very drinkable. And I'm actually. I really want to explore the rest of the range in this so the crafted collection range and there was a couple only picked this one up because I'm not fucking made of money um. but no it's nice it is nice enjoying it we'll, I would pick up again I would like to pick up it up again to see if it's maybe potentially just this can um, that I'm getting that little bit of funkiness from um. but no I'm enjoying it 980 uh, long man it's a nice beer Um, I think it just needs a wee bit tuning personally
2: Okay.
1: The thing is, though, you just you don't know how long it's been sitting. You don't know, like there's loads of variables to it, I suppose, isn't there? But
0: but traditionally, this brewery bottles. Cool. When they put, they don't do cans. Wonder if it's bottle conditioned then,
1: and they've went to can, as in like because if it's bottle conditioned, you know there would be a bit of yeast Aye. still in the bottle that kind of kicks up, which tends to leave. You're saying hop bitterness, but it actually might be yeast bitterness. You know, no, you could break that actually. I don't know I like I'm just piecing bits of the puzzle together i, I but what I like is one I've never tried in the beers, but I like like you saying series, putting stuff in the cans, trying something new. I think that's a sign of a brewery that's trying to adjust with times um going from cast to keg. A bottle to can, you yeah. know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. So that's really what it's like. the, the but, thing uh... is, see
0: some of the other stuff, the traditional stuff, it was really, really nice to do a a, a a blondie. And I can't remember the name of it, but I've had it several times. It's great. It's really oh, nice right. beer. They make some blondie. They make some really nice beers. And it's nice to like you say it's nice to see a, a traditional style kind of brewery going, okay, right, maybe we need to start doing some more modern stuff to attract a younger audience to the brewery. Mm. And that's probably the reason why they have done it. Um and to encourage so then the next time if somebody who's never had long man has this and then goes, ah, oh, there's long man cask or long man on, exactly. on keg, then they start picking that up. What you got, MD?
1: I'm I'm on a bit of a barren train tonight. Um so they were my bar uh, barren pick, my bruiser pick. And I I wanted some good beer, basically. I think and I've just I've got this one I've got another one in the fridge still. So this is their Manhunter. It's a five point two percent Pilsner. Mm. It is a traditional um, Bavarian style Pilsner and Bosch Bavaria. Bosch <laughs> Bavaria. Um, it, it's it's been done really traditionally by um, by the Wackinger on here, German pills and um, combined with some of the local sort of Marisota proper biscuited depth. It's only been hopped with uh um mandarina bavaria. I can never say that hop. <laughs> and it's been dry hopped slightly uh, when it's been under pressure um to give it its sort of natural carbonation. It isn't I showed you the head on it earlier yeah. and it's not like it's not like lager pilsner. Like head if that makes sense. It's yeah. peak. It's still sitting, you can see the, 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 the kind of the the grip across the glass, right? And it's just it isn't. Really <laughs> but it's not it's sort of it isn't really lacing, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's hard to show on the thing. It's like the it's sort of got like a like a I wanna say like a sticky like a sweetness aspect to the top of the beer and it's holding my head nice. It's a really light, but it has a really, really natural, uh, car- like bit of carbonation, and which makes it so, so sweet and smooth to drink. The biscuit aspect comes through. The uh, mandarina Bavaria comes through, and spades. It's, it's sweet. It's got a bit of, like sort of citrus, tangerine, maybe like a bit of orange peel that just kind of makes it sweet dry and quaffable 5.2 yeah. percent it's actually it's really delicious to be honest with you and i was I, you know what, i would love this getting poured out
0: the perfect draft machine to be
1: completely <laughs> honest like it would be badass but That'd um good that would be really good
0: i like i really i think you sent a picture of the group of your box and um like that's the kind of box that i, I want from a yeah. brewery. Like it's. It's IPAs. It's even it's low and no light about the low one is three point one. I'm just looking at your picture again, yeah. And then you've got like the the Galaxy IPA six point eight. You've got a Nipah that's seven. Like though, like everything was a, it was a paler or a lighter beer. Um, yeah. and that's yeah. the kind of boxes that I prefer, obviously, because I'm not a massive kind of. I know I, I'm going to stop saying that. I I prefer not to drink dark beer. Um, so I always prefer a lighter kind of case, and the reason why I've changed the wording of that is because I've not had a bad that be this year. <laughs> yeah,
1: see, that's your taste buds are they're coming round to the the dark ways. That's what it is. um The it was the bluff that was the three point eight. It was really really tasty. Mm. The um, Honestly, like the galaxy on it was delicious. The culprit, I think it was called, was the New England. Was banging. It was one of the pails, and I can't remember the name of it. And I'm having a quick scan on my pictures this, just now, and it was um, Nelson and what was the other hop? But oh, mate, and it was light. It was one of these. It was one of the pails. If it was the the catchy monkey or. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And you know I'm a big Nelson man. Like It was just exactly what you wanted. And I've got to admit, I had a bar and beer at the Vault City Tap opening, and I was really disappointed. It was was weak. It was watery. It was just a bit beige. And I've had one beer that I would say hasn't lived up to the rest of them uh, out of this box. Every beer has probably other than that one, that might have been a let's call it a six out of ten. Right. Every other beer has been at least an eight out of ten. And I think as a, a young up-and-brewery coming that are obviously trying to make a bit of a mark, I think it's an absolute win. So I would we, highly, highly recommend like,
0: they're definitely getting a lot of kind of a backing and stuff online in that. Um a lot of people have have mentioned to me, go and grab and get barren, bar and barren. Um and the one, obviously, I can't remember what the hell it's called, which we are the we are beer competition. I have no idea what it is they call it, but um, they were one of the winners alongside Drop Projects, um Vex, and other breweries as well. So um, they're they're definitely getting a bit of hype behind them. Um, I have not had a chance to try much of the stuff yet, but um, I will potentially um, add them more than likely to my bruiser subscription I would
1: definitely um, do it mate
0: definitely it is the um judging of the Scottish Beer Awards as we record this today uh, slash this evening I don't know when it takes place I know it takes place today but it's afternoon whatever um, and I just want to say this on on the podcast we've made it public on uh, our social medias um, it's clearly not going to get judged correctly because <laughs> we're not there. Correct. Right. Um this is what the second, third year in a row. Yeah. yeah I think it's the, maybe the second. Could um be. and I, i we need, I think we should be there next year. Funny the thing is, obviously I put that on Instagram and then and Twitter, and then we get a response from them saying, um, yeah, just email so and so and you can come to next year. So we'll hold you to that by the way.
1: Yeah, I was at the the C bar, the, the the camera stuff that uh, on Friday, and I know we'll kind of touch on that once the back shift arrives. But uh, yeah, I was a bit gutted, to be honest with you. And I know Amelia, good friend of the podcast, she got involved on for right Saturday, excuse me, eh, Friday again, come back. But I know she's been snubbed as well. So
0: uh she got snubbed as well. I seen that because she got asked to get have have her name taken off the list or whatever of I don't know. Um but I'm, I'm going to make some bold predictions um of winners of yes this
1: um, is it this is more like it this is this is more than the podcasts
0: like uh, more sure so because it it's like it's the same fucking ones that win it pretty much all the time and there's very limited options so the scottish beer awards are sponsored by Aldi Aldi's
1: days, all days.
0: Yeah. Aldi so this is not a reflection of the whole Scottish beer, craft beer market, um, because not every Scottish brewery obviously enters it. Um, I believe if you win or you if you win, you end up a part of the kind of Aldi beer festivals, etc. Your beers will go into the shop, so not every brewery wants to associate themselves with that and have that. Because we've, we've spoken about it in the past, where we've had breweries that have been in um, these. Uh, the kind of beer festivals in the supermarket, and they get slightly branded with having a, a lower brand of beer, or a lower quality of beer, I should say. Um, so some breweries kind of want to stay away from it. Don't want to put their name against it. That's fair enough. Some breweries, if they win, just tell them, "No, you're not getting our beer." We'll put our, we'll put our beer in, but if it wins, it's not going in your shop. Basically, aka Overtone. I know I've done that. Um, so, ball prediction straight away um, for best porter is going to be Cafe Racer for the third year running. Yeah, it's hard to
1: look. It's hard to look elsewhere, isn't it?
0: Like, um... you, you said. The thing is, you 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 go for you you go, if you put it in the pro if you go proper best porter, you're probably maybe going with maybe maybe something else. Um, but when you when you're looking at that, like I said the beers that want to get involved, Caffe Racer is probably the fucking best. And even if you did open it up to everybody, cafe Racer is probably still up there.
1: Yeah, it's a quality beer at the end of the day. And I know it's not as prominent in the supermarkets as it once was. You know, it's probably more of a seasonal showcase, isn't it? From fierce.
0: Don't plants. get me wrong, they might have not put it forward. I would be surprised if they did. Um, I'm best low and no. Um, so I, I've not put a prediction on the the specific beer. I've put a prediction on which brewery is going to win it, um, regardless of what beer they put forward. And that's going to be Jump Ship. Hmm. They won it last year.
1: Well, I know yeah, that would be that would be quite good from my point of view too, considering it's I know where it's brewed. <laughs> but um, um, it's brewed very local for me. Um yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know, like, you know, mash gang's not
0: gonna be in there. Um Bellfield. On might hair, be in? Hot, in fact, hot, rewind, Mash Gang might be in there. I don't know if it's... like
1: As I'm saying, I don't know if it would be... I know they've got the fierce ties, so...
0: I suppose it doesn't mean they're actually going to be... Uh, I mean, if they were, then I would easily say MASHGANG. A hundred times over. But because I know Jump Ship won it last year, I can see them winning it again. Because I don't see any, from what I can remember or recall, any competition. I know. Granted, had one that was. Have you in... have you had them before? Jump shot. Mhm. Decent.
1: it's all right. Like I think the uh, and uh, hopefully Pete won't uh, kick me in the crotch next time I see him for saying this, I suppose. But uh, I think the flavored beer, as in like when they have been a little more experimental, has definitely got more. Uh, sort of appeal to it, a little bit more body in that. They've got a ginger and rhubarb number. I don't know if that's even been released yet. So uh <laughs> exclusive. But um that's a really tasty beer. Their West Coast has uh it has a bit of piney resin and um, to it. Obviously doesn't have the body that you would want from Aye. a proper West Coast. But in terms of flavour, um from a um, uh low and no or a non-alcoholic beer because all theirs are no um alcohol. They're all point five. Uh, it's 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 tasty stuff. Like uh, I know they've been put a lot of work into their lager as well. Um, so, but yeah, like I think it's it's just such a hard category because you're comparing it against a full-fat beer. You you're know.
0: comparing it against full-fat beer, and then your next comparison is like. Juice. <laughs> like, is it better than juice? Yes. Is it worse than beer? Yes. Yeah. But then you find that middle ground where it's 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 the same level as beer and it's better than juice. And then you're Mash Gang or. Yeah. or she, dump moves. Ship. she moves, she moves. I keep... Honestly, I keep doing them discredit, by the way, because they're, they're stuff banging. It was it was uh, very nice. I've got to Matty, you know, mate, Matty Mat- makes some
1: Matty's good beer.
0: Good, he's a good dude too. Uh, he's he very good man. Um, but uh, that's my um look at the magic ball. I would put money
1: that. on Loch Lomond winning a few things.
0: <laughs> yes, hundred percent Loch Lomond. Um, the the other one I I mentioned. So I'd put I've written down another one, but another one that just came to mind. So I put best juicy or hazy beer is going to be whatever Overtone put forward. Um, because again, they won one last year and I reckon if they put one forward, then they're, they're probably going to win it. And that's not me saying that with my fanboy hat on, if I'm completely honest. The other one I wanted to mention, which I didn't See, write it's down. it's in the
1: supermarket though, like I don't know it's not. Let's be honest, but, you know, I'll be able to say the Fierce Fancy Juice 4 that was yes. in that hit supermarket might be a shout. And uh, again, we're just we don't even know the beers. So. so that
0: that did win an award last year, Fancy just, but that one for Best Imperial or Double. Right. So that did win uh, last year, which which is fine. The other one I can see winning Best British Style Ale is going to be from that brewery right there from their time behind me, Williams Bros and their free
1: um, speaking about Williams Rose, they, I, I got a chance at sampling a Joker IPA on cask on Friday. Mm. It was f- f- fucking
0: delicious, mate. Is it like turn jo- yeah. turn supermarket Joker up by like twenty?
1: It's like it's so much better than like bottled Joker. Like un- it's un unbelievable, and I was speaking to. Uh, Duncan from Walk Woman, who uh, was in helping, and no
0: tours. Uh,
1: no, t- <laughs> they don't. They don't do tours, but they have never done tours, according to Fee. Uh, so again,
0: I, I have. Are you going to tell? Are you telling that story?
1: Hi, I'll tell that story in a second. And, okay. Um, so I was speaking to Duncan about it, and we were sitting, uh, having set up on Friday, and. It kind of popped over and uh, like Fjorda had introduced me to him and uh, he said, what are you drinking? I says, it's absolutely delicious, mate. It's a Joker IP cask sitting like yeah. there. He says, is it actually that good? I says, take a s- smell of that. And he was like, holy man. And ran and got himself one of the wee indie tumblers and that and he came back and I seen him just pour himself like a wee thimble at the cask. I did one with it and he just looked at me and he was like, Cast <laughs> 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 came back to like came back with a wee half pint. Yeah, the stuff, mate, it was just, and that's what I we was saying. It, like, to get the flavor and the like the body that you know, the cast has got a um, whether it's got a bad stigma to it or not, I don't like, but you know, it's traditional, it's room temperature, it's well, slightly cooler than room, but yeah. Uh, and you know flatter beer and all that kind of stuff this the fl- honestly the flavor that came from it mate was just it was banging so uh if anyone does see it kicking around on cask i don't know if chris who really he sells it to and uh but i did ask him and did compliment him
0: <laughs> to, I just get, to be fair it gets a bad stick just because like it's seen as a an old man's beer old man's style of beer Cast no stuff. when it's done like that don't me. No, like, I know. And like like all the trendy kids want, want all the want the cans and want the fucking fancy art and shit. But then like down at the heart of beer, then the cask is like if you're getting Joker that kind of quality on cask
1: I don't know if Gil, I know Back Shift has arrived. Um, um I don't know if you trampled Joker uh on Saturday when you were at the cask uh the the Seba um thing or not.
3: I might
1: but,
3: have done
1: a half pint at some point. Was, did you think it was good? It was unbelievable, mate. Like, it blew normal joker at the water, like, just for flavour and that. But I'll tell you this story just while we're, like, Miguel. We'll let, we'll let Gil look,
0: warm up and you can tell this story. This is a good story. We'll, no tours.
1: No tours on Saturdays. So, we've obviously had this ongoing joke with Locke Lomond. I say we've had this joke, but we've had this, like, saying, because of our experience when we were at up in Loch Lomond for Gavswedden. And I was at the doing the setup for the Seba thing on Friday. Actually on Wednesday, excuse me. So we're helping to build and all the rest of it. And uh, I got introduced to Fiona, who's the uh, managing director at Loch Lomond. And we're just sitting blurring away and she's talking about so like who I work for and all that kind of stuff. And she overheard me speaking to Ian from Beath about the podcast and that. And she was like, I knew I recognized you for that. And I was like, Oh, I will. You know, we've been doing it for a couple of years and all the rest of it. And right off the top of my head, because I didn't, at the time, I didn't know who she worked for. And I was like, So, who is it that you work for? And uh, she was like, Oh, I'm the uh, MD at Loch Lomond. And straight off my tongue, as it would always be, it was Loch Lomond, oh, no tours on Saturday. <laughs> And she just looked and she kind of was like, we have never done tours on a Saturday. <laughs> and I was like, don't I know it? Correct.
3: <laughs> You're absolutely right. On.
1: <laughs> she was like, that's actually a lie. We stopped doing tours about, and I, I don't quote me on the, the date, I suppose, here, but it was like, you know, early 2019. And I was like, well, actually, that's exactly about, like, so... And I told her the story and all the rest of it. And she's like, I've heard this phrase of let's like, no tours from before. And <laughs> I'm just like, hee haw and laughing. And I've got to admit, I, I, I haven't spent like the two days doing some setup and that. she like, absolute ledge of a woman. And the company and the people that she's employing are absolutely badass. And I was speaking about Duncan a bit before as uh, well. And I was saying it myself, like, I said this to Gav when we were speaking about it because I was like, I couldn't stop laughing because as soon as she was like, Lock Woman, I was like, no, tourism and And I was just thinking, it like, <laughs> may have, like, I maybe just changed my thoughts a little bit on Lock Loman because of the people and that. And I know, like, the work and everything that goes into this sort of stuff. But just the fact that she had heard of... I know. She'd no heard tours. that phrase somewhere. I,
0: That's I, hilarious. Do you see, to be fair, the beers have actually been really good. And Aye. and like I I've picked up a ton of the stuff over lockdown and stuff because that was like only, but like some of the good stuff like that quote unquote good stuff that I could get and I think the one that I always I bought the most of was Zoom, the Zoom Zoom, was Zoom is such a, a, a really good beer. Um, the
1: milky is it the milky stout or the stouty milky? The stouty milky, <laughs> something
3: like that. Uh, is a really yeah, good beer as well. Odin's beard and that isn't bad either. All not
1: right. for like the, the for supermarket,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm um, perfectly serviceable. I, have the, I see, be fair. I have never <sighs> have I. Oh, no, that's a lie. I have. I did buy um some of the beer which was cold, and it's on my fridge, and it should be on my fridge because it's not in that fridge. Um, it had the label of anyway had some label that I liked.
3: I had the worst pier, the worst pier. Aye, I
0: so that's the only time I've ever bought stuff from them direct. And the beer was the other beers were, were super.
1: It's called Silky Stout, it's the oatmeal stout. It's a really good beer. I actually won I it,
3: me that? It, it,
1: that one. That was a gold medal winner, um, at this year's CBO Independent Awards. Uh, their 10% imperial L- Lost monster was a beast, too. I oh, wait a minute. It's
0: mm. delicious, um, which... But for them to hit, but honestly, for them to hear No Tours is fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah. It was...
0: is the funniest thing. They need a gent, See if they make a beer called No Tours.
1: I quit. Oh, I'm actually annoyed at myself that I didn't pitch that there. Uh, oh, well, you know her
0: now. You're, you're probably where now. So, hey. uh, well, yeah.
1: Put, yeah, okay. I could probably pitch it there.
0: Tell me to fuck off, probably. But it's <laughs> <laughs> just saying no beers and sorry, Fuck you, prick. Right. Um, uh, Gilroy, let's find out what you're drinking, mate, and then I'll get your opinions on some of um, uh, the Scottish Beer Awards. So,
3: I've got, just because it was the first beer and I didn't want to go for some mega heavy, mega quick, um, I'm having a Stuart's Hazy IPA. First one I've picked up for a wee while from Aldi. Um, excellent. Really easy drinking. So it's, solid, it's a solid beer, isn't it? I'll disappear within five ten minutes, like much like Odin's beard and those kind of things. It's it's a steady one. It's what is it? One eighty a can or something like that. You can't go wrong with one eighty. I lifted well, a few of them. I got one of them, and I got uh there's an orange one lying somewhere, and there's a, something else. The other one what is it New Relic or something? Uh, I got yeah. a couple of them, so. St- standard Stuart Fair for supermarket. So I picked him up and that's the last one, I think. And then it'll be I of some overtones next. How
0: yeah. you f- how you feeling about your overtones, mate? Just about
3: it's the,
0: like a big, this, we'll, to be this, the big
3: this, hefty box, and one of them's not even an overtone beer.
0: We'll paint the picture for the listeners. You you've you've been given overtone as your bruiser box as a random um one, aye. you've already had You've already had them before, in Bruiser, um, and you've been given them again.
3: Aye, just that. It's all, It's my fault. I should have picked a brewery. I'm afraid. It, it was going to happen again eventually, but for it to randomise that quick to them, I thought it was a bit. It was just when you got it's that box that Callum got before. It's not the mixture box. Which I think has got uh, the extra cans in it. Yes. It's the big. It's the brutal box that's got like, all the big six. heavy hitters in not it? Only got six cans in it, and it's a heavy hitting one. So it's like there's a what is it? Uh, dark banter in there. Oh Christ! Um, there's a Smoky Joe in there, which isn't really my scene either. It's PT. It's... No, nah. um, there's a beer by somebody else. I can't. I, I can't remember the brewery offhand, but that might be my next beer. So I'll pick that out and let you know. And then there's a no, there's a Tipper in there, which is fair enough. And then a sour, which is neither here nor there again. Nah, I mean, and then there's another kind of IPA, um, which is the 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 best beer in the box, as far as I'm concerned. I bet Most you with that. Yeah. I, bet... the tip I Like I didn't mind a triple IPA, but so it's a, a shaft.
0: I bet you, you would it's... have been happier with eight cans of Ouija or something.
3: Mm-hmm. Or like um, I don't know that. T- I think I was ruined with it. The time and tight box was unbelievable IPA wise, and I think it right. was kind of suited what I was what I've been enjoying recently. So um ruined by that and then I should have picked a box, or should I should have picked something else no,
0: You should have. You fault. should have. Um we were just mentioning before you joined us, um, on the back shift that um obviously the Scottish beer awards are happening and I'm going to pause because there is the second half of the back shift arriving as we speak. But I finished his uh, game of balls, and he's back in the room. He's he's joined us live from good the kitchen. Hello, hello! You caught us a good time. Um, just right. um, just um quickly recapping.
3: It's fucking kingpin. <laughs>
2: kingpin.
0: Grandad uh, flat
2: cap like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we were mentioned Scottish beer awards are getting judged today. Um, I had some bold predictions. with winners. Um, well, I'll quickly go through them again just so you can agree or disagree. Um, I have predicted that the best porter will be Caffey Racer. Again. I would like to think so. Uh, I am predicting that the best low and no beer will come from uh, not the specific beer but will come from Jump Ship. Mm. Again, the one last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, there what... any,
2: are there any other entries in the, uh, for ones that we've had on? don't know. Sheep and will go
3: then, maybe, but I doubt they'll go for
2: that. Exactly, maybe not really be their scene.
0: Doubt they'll enter a beer into that, let's be honest. Um, and then I've said the the bet, what was the best traditional style ale is going to be um Williams Bros Freyach. That tends to be a
3: stalwart, doesn't it? Yeah, the
1: OG
0: of so I wonder what odds are getting that in on Sky (laughs) Bet.
1: We
0: should start doing that, like the the beer fridge uh, booking. Oh, I. I think so. I think so. Um, right, that that was that. Basically, I, I want to see what I don't want to see just yet because I'll let him enjoy a wee sip of it because his faces are scrunched up. Um, gentlemen, you ventured out to the indie brew festival thing at Murrayfield. Mark, you were technically working on the Friday. We'll get into that more uh, in a minute. Uh Reviews. Feedback. How was it?
3: What do um,
2: you
0: want to hear about? Do you want to hear about the beer or the
2: vibe? The both. Okay, so first, I think uh, it was a bit of an unusual vibe to be to be perfectly honest. Um, it, it wasn't at all what I was expecting from a, the beer festival. Um, most the, the beer festivals that I've been to before, and I know the ones that, that you guys have been to, um, it's it's a room and it's got um the, the, the breweries have got stands in that room um, nice. and each brewery's got its own stand its own space um its own st- I mean not necessarily staffed by by that um by that brewery but by and but you know normally it is yeah um whereas this was it was just a it was just a bar um actually in the stadium so one of the one of the actual stadium bars mm-hmm. that you would go to on on match day um, and behind the bar it was all all the the casks were all stacked up um and um it was staffed by volunteers from from all the breweries so you weren't guaranteed to get someone from the brewery we did we did a few times but you weren't guaranteed to get somebody from the brewery pouring your pint and then the seating area was was away around in one of the hospitality suites so i felt a bit sort of it was a bit weird Disjointed carrying your almost. beer, carrying your beer away around, and you could stand outside. There was there was sort of tall tables outside, but it was a bit chilly, and you know stadiums are like wind tunnels. Yeah. Um, so it, the vibe was a wee bit disappointing for me, um, but the, the beer the beer was certainly very very good. Um, I've uh, I took pictures of all the beers that I had and. Yeah, I think there was only there was only one that, 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 that sort of disappointed me slightly. I'll no I'll not go into that too much, but
0: Well that that's um, kinda leads on to my next bit is is standouts and sit downs beers, basically. Um yeah. any standout beers before we well, do I sit downs.
1: I mentioned one before and like as Jo Gil joined. Um just gonna like what like cow and I know
2: was the Williams Bros Joker IPA. Yeah, that wasn't there on the Saturday. it was. Oh. No, it wasn't it? it was. Was it? Okay. <laughs>
3: They maybe put it on later, but it was there.
2: Right. Um,
3: right, it was down the bottom.
1: Right, okay. Or a for an alphabetical order. order, so it was as soon as you came, like, not the first door you came in, it was right at the bottom as you would walk in. Yeah, well,
3: they wouldn't even let us do that. It was like they were getting it all the fucking, one-way, pass. The other thing that annoyed me, vibe-wise, right? Right.
0: You have
3: oh. to walk, walk 8,000 steps for your beer, right? But the professional <laughs> beer drinker requires two beers every go. Now, they want to make their way around a, a decent volume of beers, but without having to waste the prerequisite number of steps <laughs> to achieve that. So I had to go, some of us had to go hunting for an extra tumbler <laughs> with which to then appear at the bar and buy two half pints every time. So that fact, We, we managed
2: them. that, to be honest. Well,
3: we did manage that, but that was a faff. Too long, too long between beer and seat. And uh, the distance is too far away. And you had to buy these stupid care things, then you could get a
2: refund on them.
0: Oh, was it like uh, it wasn't the tokens? It was was... was like a
2: bingo. It was a a paper card with one pound circles on it, split in two. And when you went up to the bar, if you bought a pint, it was like they they coloured in four of the circles for four pounds. Or if you bought a half pint, it was two. Of the circles for two pound. Some of the bigger, some of the bigger beers were like two fifty for a half or a five or for a no. pint or something like that. Mm. Um, but I, just yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a bit of a strange. Setup, odd. Uh,
3: but, it was ca- it was camera. It was fucking camera bingo blotter. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I, we walked by.
2: Pa- we walked past some some serious uh, some serious camera people that had they printed oh. off they printed off the beer list on an Excel spreadsheet. And they were, they were they were sitting ah, with yeah, the pens like ticking know, the lap and
3: stuff. That's the way. Can, that's the way you do it. I'm talking so, fucking salopettes and everything. Like they mm-hmm. just pitched, like they had walked there. They started walking on Wednesday along a canal towpath or something, and ended up there on the Saturday morning at half eleven. <laughs> that's kind of what it was like, vibe wise. But the beer was amazing. Good chat. Got to speak to Andy for a bit from Top Out. He was looking mm-hmm. after the keg bar for a bit. Uh, disappointingly, yep. for some towards the end of the, the session we were in, somebody I think they poorly placed the the power for the keg dispensers and surged the keg dispensers <laughs> So the fans and everything were all off towards the end. So the the keg beer that I got at the end was, was decidedly room temp, <laughs> cast temp, <the> cast <laughs> conditioned keg beer, which was lovely. I think they had put it in. It was there must have been stuff dripping onto the extension plug or whatever, uh, and it's it fused or surged or whatever, and it, it blew them out. Are you so have having to run a giant extension cable for the blender unit. Bit.
1: The linder unit should basically, wait, like, they, they're designed so that if it's going through the or that the as soon as you pour, basically it cools. It's got like a litre worth of beer that is cool inside at any uh, they point. They must have been through, through that, them. so I wonder Aye, what But
3: there was no power running to the fans, so it wasn't no cooling in anything.
1: Interesting.
3: So yeah. they, I think they had just got them back on and plugged it into a plug that was a mile and a half away than the thing. They had extension cables galore lying about Fair um, enough. towards the end away behind things. So they sorted it, I think. But and It was going to be sorted for the eating session, but... um. A bit of a weird vibe. Weird vibe with the food as well. It was like catered food for inside the thing. The food
4: um,
3: was quite good. The food was good though. It looked good. I did not have any. Eating cheating.
0: Shut up. Come on.
3: And I did not eat Eating's cheating and then oh, I fuck. had... I, don't believe I got a, a takeaway in the way here. There um, we go. <laughs> but uh, aye, it was weird vibe wise but the beer was excellent. Standout Callum beers? Was, Callum remembers me about the beers with me and took pictures. I did not want. Were I you fucked? No, I was alright. But I drank the the one I would like to shout at was Ferry's what was it called, Callum? Was it Nicholas something or other, wasn't it? The old, uh, well, remember we, they spoke to No, it was, it John, was, what old, was, it? was it, something. I'll find it. I'll find it. But remember when Ferry were on, the I was talking to us about the old sixteen hundred recipe? Aye. It was that.
0: Oh aye. Like
3: it was the original recipe stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was like it was like the seven that was like the eighteen hundreds in a glass, basically. Oh, that's cool. It had that kind of sootiness and just, hefty. Right, I, it, was good. <laughs> it. was amazing. I was just like, how the hell have you done that? It was like, that, I, just when you it was mentioned, like back in time.
1: When you mentioned ferry, like I was speaking speaking to Mark on uh, Friday, and he said, I asked him, "Have you got any more of your black? You know, your liquorice <gasps> port?" I was
2: gutted that I never had that.
1: No. However, for for us local fellas, he put uh he managed to get his hands on an old Jack Daniels um barrel and he filled the barrel with Jack Daniels honey. Well, he didn't fill it, but he put enough in it to give it a good old sh- sugar and left it to evaporate for about three, four months, and then tossed the Jack Daniels at it and then filled the barrel with black Porter and has basically bottled barrel aged black and and he says it's better than the OG. we'll, we'll need to get it. we'll need to get that. We right. can buy it at the, the ferry tap in
2: uh, Queensbury. So then the next time you're in, have a peek for
0: it. bike uh, Callum standouts.
2: Um I think in terms of breweries, um the the, the, the one that stood out for me was windswept. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we had a few of their beers. Um, their hurricane paleo was oh. superb, really good. Um, and then we had a couple of their we had a couple of the big boys. We had the uh, wolf and bear.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so Wolf is the six percent um yep. L, that the six percent dark beer. We had that um on bottle and bottle when when they were on. Yep. It was great in cask. And I mean, then they had a uh, uh, one called Bear, which was ten and a half percent cask imperial strong ale. Um, and that was that was stunning. It was really, really good. Um really coffee, um really smooth. Um I got a bit of licorice in that as well, weirdly, but but it was it was I that was superb. Aye. Um, as we said, Ferry Ferry, the, the one if, if my girl finds the name, um I
0: Thomas didn't buy Miller. that
2: one. Oh. eh? Thomas, Thomas Miller. Miller, that's it, well done. That one was good. Um, but I also um, got um, some of the 40, sh- forty shilling, um, which is just a cask British butter. Mm-hmm. and that was a bit that was a bit a, bit of a miss for me.
4: Right.
2: Um, fine ales as well. Um, Avalanche was a was a win, um, yes. but Yaral was a was a, a, a miss for me. Right, right. Avalanche um, is an OG. Aye, Avalanche was tremendous. It really was um, proper citrus, tris- grassy. It was really punchy. Um, but the but the Yarrow just kind of messed it. But that was a little bit lighter. It was only 3.8 session, but uh, yeah. Um, Southern Summit from Loch Lomond. Um, no tours. Well, there was nobody there, so I'm guessing they were all doing tours at the brewery. Um, they were all there and, on uh, Friday. Friday, aye, yeah. <laughs> um, that one that one was quite good. Um, and I think that's it. What, what, Bremer, Summer Sun from the Braymar Brewing Company, but they're a brewery that I hadn't heard of. Mm-hmm. Company, and that was really good. That was just a bit. That was just a a cast butter. Um, what was the other one? Um, beef beef simply stout was really good. Um, the keg, the keg one that I liked a lot was Five King Five Kingdoms, right? Okay. Um, and th- their beer was called Gatsby, an American pale.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it was Ramdway Dorado, which was right up my street. It was absolutely superb. And uh, the other one, um. Name of the day, um, was a a cask pale um, from a brewery called dargavel um, and it, the the brewery was called Squatchy or Sasquatch. <laughs> um, and they they had they actually, <laughs> that that was the only that was the only beer for Dargavo that I tried, um, and I spoke to one of the I spoke to one of the folk that were that were at the, that worked at the brewery, um, and they had won a couple of silver awards on the Friday,
4: mm-hmm. but that
2: beer was a, that beer was a bit of a mess for me, um, to be honest, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that great.
0: Names a winner though. Names a winner.
2: And what was that one we we tried? Um, we 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 spoke to um, somebody from Newt Brewing and and Um He he actually that was a bit that was another sort of serial moment. We, walked, we we had our t-shirts and stuff on and he walked past and he was like that, pointed and came out and spoke to me and said, "Oh, um, I, I was introduced to you." Like I, I was, I was a recommended and I've got your email address, but I've not got around to sending it or anything like that. And we spoke mm. to him and tried his um, organic paleo, And that was actually quite nice as well. Um,
1: so new, he uh, works with, um, I don't know how, like family associated um, through my mum and that, through my and Alan. And Alan that's, works that's with, uh-huh. um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I
2: I'd like to shout
0: him on Friday. That um, like a, your sister's goldfish.
2: Basically. Aye. But he knew he knew us and he, and he knew that he knew that he had been recommended by somebody um, for Armadale. So um that was good. And uh, and shout out to the shout out to the guys at the end as well. That was that was another surreal moment. We got we got uh, we got Aye. we got huckled by these four guys for for down south. Was it three of them or four of them, Scott? Three of them. Four. Four in total, I think. Aye, and for uh, for f- Manchester, Bristol, sort of a, a-, a range of places.
0: Mm.
2: But fans of the podcast, yeah, I stood and pod us. Wanted yeah. selfie. Wanted a photo. I know that was. Oh, actually,
0: you, you, great are, great. You, are you taking photographs with wains and signing photos there. and signing pictures?
2: No, well, well, it was weird, mate. We, we stood and blathered to them for about five minutes, and uh, about about weirdly about uh, airport beer. All um,
0: right,
2: oh, no. and. Uh, and uh, I then he says oh, like we're heading we're heading off now and he says, right as stay. And, and the guy the, one of the guys gave his phone phone He was like, ah, take a picture there, take a picture there <laughs> <laughs> So it was proper strange. Um but I shout out to those guys, thanks very much for that. Uh
0: that's funny, I love that. That's hilarious. Uh, MD, um we have changed beers. Um you can kick 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 it off. Oh
1: so, as I said, I'm on the bar and train, so uh... After the pills now, you've got to turn it up a little bit. So I've got the Vim Vim Vim. This is the uh, 8% double IPA called Merk. That is uh big punchy fruit soup, according to the boys at Baron. It's hopped uh, with soup. Vic Secret, Idaho 7 and Talis. Uh It's came right out of the fridge and I'm not getting too much off it right to begin with. It has definitely got a body to it, which I'm glad at 8%, to be honest with you. Um, it was dry hopped at four different stages, um, according to this, mid-fermentation with talis, towards the end with uh, Vic, and then late doors with Idaho 7, and then again at near freezing temp with Idaho 7 as well. So I quite like that they basically put how they make it the nerdy yeah. bits as they call it on the on their can. Because I think like, you know, us beer nerds, it's it's really cool to see. Uh it is a big, thick beer, and so far, like you say, I've not got too much flavour off it. It smells amazing, I've got to admit. It's got yeah. all the like tropical flavor it It's got a bit of orange in there as well. Uh, which is quite nice for the talus, I'm guessing. But uh I'll report back after a few mouthfuls.
0: Roaming reporter, uh, continuing. I, I am on some beakage. Uh, I'm going with... I, I don't know how many West Coast beak I've done. I don't think there's many. I can't recall many. But this is their West Coast pale called River. Uh, 5.6%. Um, this has got all your classic West Coast hops. Simcoe, Centennial Chinook. Um, so this is... um. MD, I'll probably need to buy a can of this and send you up because this is a MD bitter range of fucking West Coast beverage, piney, grapefruit, lemon, marmalade, dry at the end. So kind almost draw your cheeks together. It's that fucking dry and then bitter as fuck, and it's nice. it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, lovely, um, lovely color to it. I've it's nearly gone. I've been saving it just to kind of briefly talk about it, but it's um, a fantastic Westie. Fantastic Westie. I, I would actually I would need to is it up there a cone? I don't know. I would need to have another cone. Go. If I'm honest.
1: I've got a bit West Coast pales don't really fill me much of confidence because I think they tend to lend themselves on the pale side, but mm. everything you've said
2: there.
0: This so. goes West. This goes West.
2: That, sounds,
0: that, sounds... that goes, Mother Jeffing West. Um, right then.
2: I have to talk about my beer. Oh,
0: carry on. Sorry, Cal.
2: <laughs> it's actually, it's actually good, good time to come in and talk about it because what Mark's just said. So this is a track. Um, it's called Come On In, and it's a West Coast Pale by Citra. Beautiful. Um, and well, it, it's lovely. It's it's absolutely delicious. Um, you know, in a black in a blank can, it's 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 absolutely <laughs> delicious. Um. It's it is really quite pale for a for a Westy. Eh? Mm-hmm. You know, you're we're sort of we're um, more used to that amber sort of colour. Um, and uh, this one, it, it just kind of misses on the bitterness for me. And um, you're not getting that resinous sort of pine. Um, it's, it's citrus, so it's all sort of lemon. Um, and uh, you're getting a wee touch of bitterness at the end. Um, but, but for me, it's just a bit light. It's not, and it's no malty enough to be a West for me. Because a perfect West for me should be should be, you should get that maltiness and you should also get kicked in the ass with the bitterness as well. And then, but don't get me wrong, it's a cracking beer. I'm I'm really really enjoying it. But it's, yeah. it's just it's not quite what it says on the tin for me.
0: Um, but yeah, just needs amped up a wee bit. Indeed, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and we we like when breweries kind of tinker with their beers and stuff. And um, there's nothing wrong with. No, it's not really criticism, it's just just do better. <laughs> if, you're gonna,
1: if you're gonna promote something, then
0: just do what you're gonna promote basically. exactly um, right then. Um obviously we we speak to some of the best breweries in the country and we find out about the beers that they're making, talk about the brewing process, etc. But after all that beer is made, um and it's on a kind of online shop and stuff. How do you get that beer out there into the world, into the bar? Um, and who better to talk to than our very own Mark Dixon, if you're not aware, um, is is in the industry now. Um, so now we can bombard them with a million questions, to be fair. Um, and the kind of other side of the world, the sales side of the brewing industry and what that kind of involves. Mark, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, uh, if you want to, you obviously are kind of towing a line ever so slightly of who you're working with except from what you can see without getting in trouble uh
1: cool um
0: uh, my name's mark bye
1: uh, yeah, basically um yeah so I'll stick with md for 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 the for, foreseeable, I think uh so obviously I work for uh, consolidated craft which looks after uh, Broughton Neals alchemy, and Spey Valley Brewing. so the three breweries have recently sort of joined forces amalgamated to help streamline sort of their internal processes and kind of open up uh, their beers to a wider, the wider audience, basically using each other's platforms. Um,
0: Which yeah, is so, I think is a great idea.
1: Yeah, I think like, well, you know, it's a lot of, Smaller independence, you know, with the, the rise in the cost and pricing with, when it comes to malt and grain and electricity and space and distribution Aye. and all that kind of stuff, uh, it, it does come in handy. And it's sort of just taking on the model of the macro, I suppose, in terms of how you just try and basically run a business rather than run a brewery. And yeah. it's like quite a fine line how you kind of manage both of those, to be honest. But yeah, so my kind of role obviously is business development manager, sales executive, uh, dog's body, keg delivery boy, whatever it, it takes.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you might have listened to the podcast over the last kind of four or five, maybe six weeks and heard us kind of briefly mention it and touch on it. And you've maybe heard us go, oh, Mark's here setting us up. And the, like we mentioned about the, the, the Indie Brew there at Moneyfield, and you were obviously up there setting up, and you're probably like, "Why the fuck's he there?"
1: It's just, uh, it just, it just kind
0: of tags along and stuff, to be completely <laughs> honest. But... Just turns up.
1: Yeah, so it's 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 been a way for me to kind of um, kind of get behind the scenes, I suppose, in terms of how things, like you say, are made. But obviously, I look after um, the.
0: Was the, there anything like you said? Me and you, in fact, all of us, have, have kind of spoke about how we would love to be a part of the industry and stuff. And I've, I've had opportunities, and they've just not worked. I've, I've, I've had to turn them down because it's maybe not the right situation for me at the time. Um, Callum, you obviously want to, you want to go into brewing and stuff, and and eventually, hopefully, do your own kind of brewery. Um, was there anything when you kind of started that kind of surprised you that maybe with not even spoke about it in the podcast. We have spoken about it in the podcast. You went shit. That's like completely different to what I already from what I perceived before. Oh,
1: well, yeah, quite a lot, I suppose. But like, just the, like to kind of break it down, I suppose we, we you know, you think about running a brewery is as simple as making beer and getting it out there and selling it, and obviously finding space to sell it to is uh, much trickier than what I thought, but from a brewing point of view, the the art that kind of goes into it in terms of, you know, we we joke about, you know, brewing beer to a cost, and, you know, when we've home brewed and can't hang it to this, like, we basically buy what we want, you know, to make the recipe, and, you know, because when you're brewing, you know, 30 litres or whatever it is, that we it do, doesn't you know, matter, does it, you know? You know, it's... You know, you know, you're going to spend fifty quid on a brew or something like that, and you don't really see your lecky bill, and you don't see your gas bill, and you don't see no. the, the, you know, the, you know, the, the cost that goes into digging drains out, and honestly, like there's just so many, and even like the cost to bottling beer versus canning a beer, and the time that it takes to keg beer, and You know, once the beer's sat and firm, and racking the beer, and then getting it into whatever the vessel is, and there is so many intricacies, and the boys and girls that work in production are at it all day. I mean, all day, and (laughs) like, I've got like I'm quite lucky because obviously I've got the access to three breweries, and I'll kind of look into like. So two of the breweries are so different. One is modern, like, you know, twenty barrel setup, all that kind of stuff. So you're looking at what, you know, two and a half, two and a half liter, two and a half thousand liters brew, give or take two thousand liter brews, all stainless steel, you know, closed firm. Yeah. Uh, you know keg and rack, so everything's getting um, everything sealed. Everything is compacted in one place. Other brewery is seven thousand liter batches, six and a half thousand liter batches. Uh, open fermentation, uh, and you know old milk tank is a, a hot liquor tank, and it is phenomenal what these guys. uh, you know, you think about digging out a mash tun for 6,000 litres of yeah. gear. It's two hours, mate, of digging and a temp that's, you know, and you're in full full gear and stuff like that really opened my eyes to...
0: <laughs> to, like, maybe I don't want to brew anymore.
1: <laughs> no, the uh, <laughs> this, it's really funny... Uh, it has made me rethink how I would brew, as in like how I would launch the brewery. Uh but fuck no, mate! I would still get, I would still do it in a heartbeat. Like I really would. It is honestly such a cool industry working. Uh you know, the whole on trade versus off trade. Yeah. Um, is, is a, it's an absolute minefield. It's so hard to, to you know you're striking up relationships with people that have ties with you know major uh breweries that
0: um it's a, combi- like, it's a combination of like actual contract ties and then like personal relationship ties of people that, yeah. that are reps and stuff that they, they trust etc um, exactly. and then try to break that down and go go and give that line go and see that person you've been working with for like eight years and it's been great for you go and like just give me that line for one ke- one cask it, or keg.
3: Must be, there must be, and uh, uh, this is me, this, Scott the Cynic. There's got to be a few burn envelopes flying about. <laughs> also, there's got to be, you'll never buy a beer again if you continue to buy this beer. <laughs> like, you'll never have to buy beer ever again. See your Christmas, see your birthday, see your every party that you want to have ever. Give me a shout and you'll never have to buy beer ever again. <laughs> Okay, and uh, and wow. what we'll do is we'll just make sure that um that line's always got this in it. And uh doesn't matter if anybody's drinking it. All I need you do is pour it down the sink and pretend folk drink it, and then uh, I'll sort you every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks very much. I've also got a mate that works at a distillery incidentally, so you're never off to buy Christmas presents from anybody <laughs> ever again either. Thanks very much. Who was <laughs> some gin? do you know anybody like gin? Pink gin? Anybody like pink gin? Just cover that as well.
1: I'm hundred percent no touching that, like for obvious reasons. Ah, there is probably there is lots of. Uh,
3: it's not the lo- fucking Premier League. It's not the, the, it's the secret or It's not the secret secret brewery sales. <laughs> no. But what you find is I'm the gonna reason for booking instalments in the start. I uh, no. the reason I'm
1: not like <laughs> uh, like. But what you find is that major breweries and corporations own the pubs. The, the pubs. People. So, and they own the equipment that is on in the cellar in terms of how the beer is then poured. And we, as any independent brewery, will know you can go to any pub and ask to. We'll install keg lines. We'll install cast lines at our own. You know, we we'll, we can do that um, and 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 open that up, uh, which is obviously great. But at the same time, the the pub, the manager, whoever it is that may need to then buy the beer that runs through that particular yeah. tap. And what I've found is that it isn't as simple as just walking into a pub and saying, right, Mr. Joe Bloggs, uh, I see you've got, to name a couple of like generic like Scottish taps on there, you've got Terrence, Heverly, Innocent Gun." Uh, Stara Praman, uh you might have a Guinness on but there.
3: The, the bit that gets me is the ones that I've got. It's like what you've got is Menabrea, Peroni and Moretti. Like how many Italian lagers do you need to taste exactly <laughs> this? <laughs> Big man.
2: <laughs> just go to Aldi and get your beer on my belly. And you're looking. <laughs> beer on my what
3: belly, you, Moretti, Moretti.
1: <laughs> but what you find is that and the thing that kind of has opened up is that who owns the brands in the UK? Yeah. Shell? And that's the thing. So like, you know, you'll have Moretti, Peroni and Heineken on tap because Heineken will run the three taps, yep. right? And you'll have Tenants, Heverly, Innocent Gun, maybe Drygate on there because Caledonia owns and Tenants owns the thing, yep. all of them. And it's about, for me, what I've, that's been the, the tricky part is that like you understand where these ties come from and let's be honest, tenants is Scottish national drink, basically in a pub. You know what I mean? It is, and, and in terms of how many pints are sold,
4: <laughs>
1: it's frightening. Yeah. Simply, and, and if I'm a pub owner and I've got a a a price for a keg of tenants at fifty liters of tenants, whatever it is for, whatever, like you know, it's going and you're oh, going that- and. It makes perfect sense, and that's the thing for me. That when you're you're talking about, is there something that has been a bit more challenging or has opened your eyes? It's it's that it's the sheer mm-hmm. volume of, and we we you, this platform in terms of the podcast. We look at craft, and we we obviously touch on the macro side of stuff, but it is phenomenal the volume, like. We talk about craft all the time, and let's be honest, lager in the UK is eighty percent of sales.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a wee bit higher than eight, but let's ballpark figure it yeah, out yeah, yeah, round it. And then we, it is predominantly that eighty percent is made up of every brand we've just mentioned right, in that. the last couple of minutes. And you know, so you take that, and then it's like, so I've got twenty percent to play with, but then. You know these these brands then have their let's be honest their Beaver Towns Yeah. That yeah, yeah. start you know and who've got neck oil and then you've got Guinness who is... and you've got
2: you've got heavy as well you know you've got Belhaven best Caledonia best yeah that that that's got to be at least five or ten percent because you know because the... if you if you don't drink lager you drink heavy yeah and mm. you know I think you're more likely you're more likely to find a heavy drinker in a pub in Scotland than a Guinness drinker.
0: Aye, you know, especially at ten in the morning. <laughs> exactly.
2: You talk about you talk about that, but these, these beers are three and a half percent. No, no, That's that's you know, no. it's, 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 you know... but that's it,
1: and that's the thing that has really Cold opened tea. my eyes. But
3: so how did so then, right? Here's my question. How did how did Innocent Gunn date then? How did they get enough pubs to switch?
2: Because innocent gun for me, innocent gun go in just before craft, and mm-hmm. innocent gun, innocent gun were just different enough, but no quite. But the lager, do you know the, what I mean? I'm
3: talking like specifically lager because they. got
4: the lager, the The came, came after, after, but I wonder.
3: But how many? And, so why did they get somebody to change the Like, how would you get anybody to change the tenancy? How would you get? Anybody
2: who, to change who who owns innocent gun? Tenants, I know Terrence. now, but
3: I mean, when so, did they? When did they do that? When did when did they think we'll get enough? Even if you just think brands, when did they like? They must have done something, unless it was they bought it and then thought we're going to make a lager here. I don't know the timing.
1: I think it's you've got the tenants drinker, right, and then you have.
3: And Anything else,
1: and then but then you've got people that are like, Well, I like lager, but you know, tenants that's too it's much, awful, whatever it is, you know. So, oh well, innocent gun that's a craft lager. Oh, right,
2: that's that that's my thinking as well. Innocent gun falls right into that into that market of folk that are too poncy yeah. to drink tenants, and <laughs> but no but no poncy enough to drink the kind of shit that we drink, really? you know. Folk in Edinburgh and Glasgow that go, oh, I don't know, tenants, <laughs> no drinking dirt. <that." laughs> You know, and they'll drink aye, exactly.
1: Innocent gun, or they'll drink heavily. Well, they still
3: can't pronounce Italiana Authentica. So <laughs> <floor> <laughs> You've had enough Moretti in restaurants, I suppose. But That's it. aye, it's it, such a weird, it's such a, it's such
2: a fucking.
1: It's actually a minefield, but it's so like. It's so interesting. It really is. Like, you and you've got to
2: appreciate. You've got to appreciate as well. Like the the, you know. Yes, we've, we've we've sort of touched on the fact that the big breweries own the majority of pubs, but even even the the, the pubs that aren't brewery owned, the the gamble to, to 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 put on, you know, to buy a keg or a barrel of untried beer. It's, it's such a gamble.
3: Well, you remember? Imagine that. Remember, take cast your mind back to the, to the door, kind of pub, the 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 Corrie Bar, and the the yeah. decision. I mean, the the outcry at Cozal.
0: Remember
3: mm. with the goat on the front of it. Everybody right. thought it was foreign muck, and it was actually an all right beer. It just was a a right, thing that different. people tried, it's and different. obviously. But heavily took it and spun, but imagine that was like everybody's like everybody in restaurants and that's drinking <laughs> cozal. I mean, like that was a, it was obviously you get it you've got to offer it cheap for one. It's Aye. an introductory offer thing and see how it goes for there. But there's been a few experiments like that. And remember the remember the three bottled ale's that, that made an appearance in same in the same pub. Remember that's there safe. was the three it was like the three five hundred mil bottles, three different All kinds right. of ale. There was an, I'm sure there was a pale ale and there there was a like an like innocent Gun heavy heaven or something like that or, or something problem. like that. I, it was like that. It was three three beers, um, but honestly, it was that was another experiment. But, but then it, it like, must take such like the ripping that they get for things like that.
1: And that this is what you regulars,
3: it's torture. And I, you not change anything. You could give them anything, and you could tell them if you like if you drink this, you'll live to be two hundred. Proven nah, fact I, and no. they're like, nah, just give up your best, mate.
1: <laughs> and we're talking about keg and keg stuff it is so much harder to get invested in because one that's a it's a bigger it's a it's a bigger literage um per per keg uh, and obviously they're more expensive. But you know, so like caspia is another entry in but the amount of pubs now that are actually offering cask as an option is reduced like significantly oh, huge. because of um COVID and and all the rest of it. And it is a faff because you know the the lifespan of it's a cask. Fair. You is... can't
3: keep it. You can't keep it. You've got to let it sit for a bit. You've got to look after it. You've got to, it's like watching a wind. No. In any chance I can just pour Coors Light and be done with the fucking thing? Please. <laughs> you know.
2: And then you then you've got then you've got the staffing issue as well. You know, if you're if you're if you're going to commit, if you're a pub owner and you're going to commit to having cask, you've got I mean, to have you've, got, have to have doing, you've got to have are confidence. You've confidence in your staff that 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 they'll know how to change that line, they'll know how to maintain the lines, they'll they'll know how to pour it, they'll know how to look after it, and and all the rest of it. And whereas, whereas if it's keg, then if it's tenants or Menabrea or fucking anything, it's unplug, plug, and it's fucking that there you are. Right. Turn what it I'm on. Turn it off. And and that's it. Go play.
3: Get a jug under there for five minutes while
2: it right. was a sell cell,
3: and then carry on. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: right. it is really interesting, and I've got to admit, like, can I like open it, like taking it away from like obviously this kind of system, one one thing that has been really nice for me is that obviously we've all kind of grew up as Edinburgh lads in terms of like because it was always the easiest night out. Because we were closer Like I don't know Because he
3: was
1: Because mm. um, he was He was a Glasgow win to heart But you know We always went to Edinburgh For a night out because it was Yeah, easier. yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting to cover Glasgow Has been really Really awesome Like getting Again yeah, to What did I
2: say to Miguel I mean I said I said to Miguel On Saturday That, that our, our Christmas night out This year Is going to be Glasgow mm. For sure like for sure that we're we hitting we're hitting Glasgow for this sure. year yeah yeah and
1: the thing is like it's been really good to just
0: even I could just sit and shut and you.
1: I'd be quite happy there. well to be honest there's worse places to be but um, you know even like like I'm going to shout out the Scotia Bar here great because and it's an old uh, it's in, uh, Glasgow's oldest pub they're having their I can't remember the it's a ridiculous birthday at the end of the month. And uh it's a proper like old like it reminded me of the quarry. yeah And uh, when I went in it was like kind of quiet and dark and all the rest of it and traditional looking. Uh six six casks on constantly, a couple of different beers, like generic, you know, tenants on draft and I had a dry gate and all of it. Yeah, and I was just like, "There's no way in the world I would find this bar if I wasn't working in the role that I was in." And there's a couple of other like that um, that have kind of stood out. And even out with the town, you know, jumping out towards you know, obviously Cool Shipyard, yeah. uh, and going in and chatting to Niall at the wee uh, beer shop. Who knows, uh, a big fan listens, mm-hmm. and I, it was really nice because I'd actually dropped some of. Uh, the range of beer off to him um, and ask him for some feedback and he was really kind and sent me you know some honest honest feedback mm-hmm. he just dropped me an email and it allowed me to go back to the brewer and say look I've got some independent feedback for you and you know that's th- this platform as in the podcast that's allowing me to do that which is amazing but at the same time you know from a, like you know you're still a beer geek at the end of the day and you want to oh, see- I- what product you're representing. And, you know, the cool thing is I'm going to get, a, you know, like when you're sales within a brewery, I can, I I have a lot of control in terms of what the brewery then makes. Yeah. Without it sounding big, but like... we
0: spoke spoken about it, but I can't remember who it was we spoke about before. And it's like, you need to make beer that sells. It pays the fucking bills. And then okay. ready.
1: So if I speak to Cam at uh, Alchemy. You know, and I can say, um. By the way, I've got an order for a, uh, you name whatever style of beer. You'll go and make it for me.
4: Yeah.
1: You know, what I mean? he'll go and make it, and then it's up to us to then go and sell the rest of it. And for me, that's really cool. And obviously, I'm dipping my toes in. We're still kind of getting feet wet, but it's uh, it's been a really, really eye opener. And I've in the last couple of weeks, I've made some really good contacts. For podcast for for me for brewery for so is he hopefully
0: more more so for your work
1: <laughs> work well the work has been like you know um has been awesome and obviously sales have um, yeah. went through the roof since I started of, of course um, obviously um, ABC always be closing my man correct um, but that's it and basically. Would it change my thoughts of opening a brewery? No. Would it change how I would attempt to open a brewery? Yes. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yes. Uh, and have I made contacts to allow me to probably do that quicker than it would have if I didn't? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. You know- it's
0: good. It's good, mate. And like, I'm. I'm like I said. I'm glad you're enjoying it, and it's. It's good to, to to see things from the and hear things from the other side. Um yeah. and, and see how, how that side of the, the brewing world works. Um and also I, I look forward to um getting Cam and the other guys from the breweries kinda of on the podcast we can chew their yeah. ears off as well.
1: I think Cam, Cam Steve, Ryan for Alchemy. Uh, that's the three guys that are doing all the work. I mean they're like fully loaded and they're all game for coming on um on an episode. I obviously spoke to David, the director from Spay, a lot as well and he would be a really really interesting, if he listened, He does listen to the podcast now, if he manages to get He oh, gave me grief about,
0: last time didn't he?
1: He did give us me some grief and I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that now but if he manages to get an hour and a half in or whatever we are at the moment, or an hour 20 minutes in, then uh, I'll give him his due for listening this far but I would definitely love to get David on for a chat and he did pick us up uh Gail kinda of mentioned we were talking about um castles uh, a few weeks back and we were mm-hmm. talking about how they introduced us hops and I mentioned all right, I've got to say it prop I've got to say it incorrectly <laughs> first. So I mentioned Willamette as a hop. Willamette? Willem mm-hmm. Will Will Willamette, Will- 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 a- oh, that's how I say that, yeah. As a New Zealand hop. And I've got to apologize to anybody that listens because Will, will I met it as a hop from Oregon in the US? Uh, will I met and is how you pronounce it, as in how David and if he listens this far, he'll probably say that I'm still saying it wrong. But, <laughs> uh, tough tits, <laughs> but uh, so I apologize. And then you mentioned Nectaron, and I think in my head that was the hop and you were after that I was actually talking about, but look.
0: But I'll, I'll I'll try and make sure he listens, because what I'll, I'll name this episode. Are you listening, Dave? <laughs> so we've got David. <laughs>
1: he's not he's not too shy about naming stuff after him. To be fair, because we've got a beer for Spay Valley called uh, David's Not So Bitter. And it's the four point four percent bitter. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that could be it uh, David. Are you listening? Um, that's for sure. But that's
0: cool. No, yeah. like I said, glad you're enjoying it, mate, and, and getting things from the other side. And like I said, look forward to getting the guys can't be the not telling breweries. too many trade secrets. No, no, no no, 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 no. Just enough. You, just, just enough that you just don't get in trouble. Um, nah. Your Pantheon series of breweries, uh, we touched on that a couple of weeks ago. Um, I put some feelers out there um, on the IG stories. There's OT, t um, on Instagram, sorry, for breweries that people have enjoyed for the first part of the year, first eight months. Um, and I thought I'd throw them out there in terms of the Pantheon. So if you if you've first time listening, you wonder what the Pantheon is, it's kind of basically our way of rating the breweries of the last from this year. And if you're a Pantheon level, you're the best of the best, and then there's A, B, C, blah, 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 all those kind of levels. Um, so some of the, the breweries that I've been um, mentioned to us this evening how, one I'm not going to mention because we've already mentioned them, was the Colonel um, who, yes, we believe are up there as one of the best uh, the other one uh, that was mentioned was Unbarred which, uh, to be fair I think it's slightly unfair on you three and, because they're more south coast and more aimed at me, but Unbarred Oh, uh, go girl,
2: sorry well, the, the, I, I was just going to jump out. The only unbarred beer that I've had was their collaboration um, with Help Me e- Out.
0: Exhale.
2: Exhale, and it was uh, hazy, um, and it was phenomenal. It was it was really, really good. So good, in fact, you bought another can, Gav, the other day. I did. I bought it um, today. Um so, in the fridge right really, now. Yeah, so, so the, the, if that's the standard that they're, that they're churning out on the eggs, um, then...
0: Then there must be. There must be up there. I, I know. I know, Gill. I, I, for your birthday, whatever, I mean, whatever was, I, I, got you a big uh, stout Zilla thing. Before is that? It. Is that? You still got no, no being cracked?
3: No, it's in uh, storage.
0: Storage. Um, I, I don't know how much unbarred stuff you've had apart from that XL collab.
3: Waiting for stout season. I had a couple of unbar Were unbarred at Glasgow.
0: Correct. Yeah,
3: I had a few of their beers when we were in I garden. think
0: uh, Juicy was there.
3: Um, quite a big set there, didn't it? No, a
0: really big set, a really big set. Mm-hmm.
1: A
3: and, decent uh, set.
1: Can I just say, though...
3: Somewhere between Moonwake and Tiny Rebel.
1: <laughs>
4: Aye, <true. laughs> yeah, so Moonwake space? and then Tiny <laughs> Rebel the whole round <laughs> oh, right,
3: Well, space but also in terms of space-wise, I thought they had a pretty big a pretty big bar. Set they did. They I were, think they
0: had that. There was where that stage was. Set
3: size, it wasn't the the
0: fucking no. the
3: usual beer festival pouring stations. Uh, pour-in. Where that
0: kind of stage was yeah. in the kind a sec- second room, they were like aye, they were the further into right the, the right corner. yeah.
1: Uh, yep. Can I just say though, in terms of Pantheon, I think they're a really good brewery, but they make a ridiculous honeycomb lager or and it is her- I, I I don't know. It's just me. Honeycomb is just no the way forward. So for me, Pantheon is unmissable this year. Like, yeah. I mean, unmissable. Uh, so for me, they're not Pantheon. But I would say they have definitely cropped up a level. From well, because I you
3: won Honeycomb
4: beer. That's, highland. I,
3: that's how I'm...
1: Like, honestly, if you miss, like, if you throw... In it- fact,
0: you probably had it as well. It was when... Um, I brought a, sh- a sugar ton up with me. Um, I think it might have been before Christmas. Like
3: Why did you here? choose oh.
0: that moment, not to swear? I don't know. Don't know. Fucking stop me. I not know, I not know, I do know. I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> I really don't know. The Doug was there, O.T.'s oh, there.
3: It's Axel, your donut. Was it Axel? What's that
0: yeah, he's the salt and pepper. He just, he did the a couple of white bits there, I thought it was
3: no, he's salt and pepper. Axel's the <laughs> Axel's got the, the grey, oh, no, and he's overgrown. He looks like a fucking well. That was my shoe. Somebody shrunk. Somebody shrunk looks like a yeah. Aye, uh, he, <laughs> he was
0: looking awfully big there. I was like, that's no Axel. It's too big. to uh, be Axel.
3: He's big. He's Christ, big. In the bike.
0: You're in the back.
2: right. No, you're right. You're hundred percent right. What Mark said about if you miss Pantheon Brewery is do not miss a beat. Every
3: single beer.
2: Uh, I think do not I miss a beat. I think well, they're like a. Because Mark
3: doesn't like honey.
2: It's I'm, I'm I'm in the same boat. Honey and beer is just it's 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 miss it, nine it's, it's nine times out of ten. Meets different, means no beer.
0: True that. I don't know. Mead's mead.
3: I just think done properly, it can be done well. But I, I,
0: absolutely,
2: and that's what I just said. Ninety-nine times out of a hundred, honey and beer is a mess. But you'll get you'll occasionally get that one really really good one.
0: I'll give them a, a, a C maybe slash B.
2: No, oh, I ain't You're gonna be being a bit harsh there with the
3: scene. I'm being I'm heavy being, I'm be, aye, no, they're aye.
0: definitely
2: a B level.
3: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, next on the in list. A, oh yeah. Before you here, move on us, to tell other tell beers,
3: I want to tell you about this beer. So I did. Put I've I've had a, um just finished it actually. The other beer in the Overtone box, and I think I might have changed my mind entirely. Just purely on one beer. Isn't he by Overton? Just ABC. Um. Aye. So it's ABC. Um it's a single hop depart. Um pass on what hop is.
1: Mosaic. It's got a it written on the Sweden. side,
3: Sweden. Sweden. Do you mosaic? I'm sure it is mosaic, somewhere.
1: I'm sure it's got a it written on the
3: side, is it not? Single hop. <laughs> single hop. hop. Apex. It's lovely. Yeah, you Percent. the keep keeper. A keeper. And banging. And it's got a picture, um, a friend of ours on the can figure out who I'm talking about there he is with oh, his on
4: is that
2: uh, oh, bo- bogey
3: no, well no, but it, could be, it could well be bogey you you bogey away if you want to I was thinking about somebody a wee bit closer to home <laughs> aye but mm.
1: tears lo- floppy but aye he, he's lovely uh, wee
3: spectacles on he's got a bit of buzz cut in fairness we'll give him that but the yeah. artwork on the can's unbelievable I like all the scribbles Double IPA, eight percent Swedish beer. That's perfectly <laughs> exceptional um, in its content, and they might have won me over by the time I move on to the other uh, overtone based eight percent beer. Never know; it might be the best. It'll be the box best box the you've had. Ever. <laughs> Just steer clear of the stouts. <laughs> While well,
2: well, well, we're, speak, well, we're speaking about other beers, Gav, I've changed as well, oh, and um, I had one sitting in the fridge um, from last week. It was it's a supermarket one from north called ultra phase um it's mm. their eight and a half eight and a half percent <laughs> um and it, it's actually it's actually really pleasant Perfect. um great body um it, it hits the mark in terms of the in terms of the um the wackaging. you're getting melon and grape um and then getting that sort of grapefruity bitterness at the end um and it's as i say it's really creamy and smooth um a, a bit confusing i went online to north's website to try and establish exactly what hops are in there, because it, it boasts USA and Australian hops um, on the can, but it doesn't specify exactly what those are. Mm. Um, and when you go on the North's website, the wackaging is completely different. Super. It's, it, it's a completely different blurb on the beer. It, it lists different flavour combinations and all the rest of it. So I don't know whether maybe they have brewed brew that again mm. or or whatever, but this beer's pretty fresh, actually, for, for supermarkets. Certainly it's eighth of July. So it's only been in the can so it's six weeks. Um which I like which that seven, I like that beer. For supermarkets pretty good, but yeah, it's a win for me. Uh, a bit yeah. pricey. Well I'm saying a bit pricey. It's only three three and a half, four quid. Mm. Um for an eight for an eight and a half percent dipper, you can't really go wrong. Um and, and it's no it's no chasing the booze. Um yeah. for what you know a lot a lot of supermarket big beers fall down on that. We've said that a million times. You know they chase they chase the A B V and it and it just ends up turning into booze flavour. Mm. Um, and this definitely, this definitely
0: isn't boozy or, or certainly overly boozy for me. No, it's, 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 no you're right. It's one I've, I've picked up a few times now um, in the Supermarché and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Right, I'm going to give you two more from um, the breweries that have been um, requested or whatever. Um, one, I, I feel like we've, none of us have really had much of these guys and it's wild weather. Um, I've been mentioned as one of the the best brews to look out for this year. I've maybe only had one or two, and if I'm honest, I can't remember if they're any good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say I can't really make a judgment on them, and I I imagine you three are very much the same. I'm gonna quicks
1: Now, uh, I remember wild we- weather from an ale point of view. And I think I've had something either cask or something that stands out. I, think I, might, I would have to hack the website to have a look. But in terms of what they're like, I'm, calling, I'm going to call them the new way because they've changed from wild weather ales to wild weather brewery now. Brewery, yeah, they switched that. And obviously their new stuff is a little bit more modern. Um. No. We can
0: we can save that one because it's not one I believe we've had much of to comment. I'm I'm going to make a opinion. big
1: sweeping statement now, and because I'm on their website, Look. well, I'm I'm just I'm you know like, and I appreciate people that write in, and and I would like, and I hope I'm going to be proven wrong on this. However, oh, that's a really good sounding beer. Fuck. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 I came to so. I done the typical, I quickly scanned down the beer, right? And it was uh, mango, uh, a mango, um, like a mango beer, a mango lactose sour there. We've got a, a pale lager, five and a half. We've got a New England pale, four and a half. We've got a, another American pale, Disney board Conference 4.2 Session, Pale, 3.6. And there's another mango smoothie IPA, 6%. Mm. A vanilla stout, 4.9%. Nah. Mm. Banana milkshake IPA, 5.5%. Mm. Mm. uh radar IPA, 5.5%. Okay, maybe. That. A cherry sour, 4%.
4: Nope.
1: Elderflower citrus sour, 4.7%. Nope.
2: Bavarian's best os IPA. Right? <laughs> We've got uh, an and I'm, I'm, topic. I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase here, right. And Scott sent a message earlier on. <laughs> and I, I'm going to, I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote his exact message, right, because it was quality, right. And it says, "Nah, stick your oat cream and lactose up your japs eye. Make an IPA for fuck's sake. If you can't get those hops to taste like all of that without nonsense additives, then jump in the sea." So, and I'm, go- I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to uh, it's a wee bit a wee bit of poetry to brighten up your day. Um, an IPA any day makes the day a little brighter. Keep your lactose and additives and stick them up your traitor <laughs> <laughs> So there you are. That's what we. Are. That's what I'm certainly in the girls' camp for that. Sorry, to totally. No, and
4: no, no. Do
3: you know in. what it is brewery wise? And. Uh, the- the, the, those of us north of the border, I'll get this hopefully and have a good laugh. It's birthday care pish. Yeah, that's what that is. is, wise, and mm-hmm. and and it's just what we'll do is we'll, we'll ring all the bells, and if we ring all the bells, people will buy it, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Which good. which is there's absolutely going to be, and that's there's going to be some banging beers in amongst that that are going to be original and are going to be proper ideas. And they're going to fall through, but it's too many beers. Yep. Just have the right number of beers.
0: A, stop a bit, throwing
3: like, shit. Stop throwing shit against the wall.
0: And holding one sticks.
1: I, I, I hope that we're wrong, and I feel like we're, we're probably Hundred oh, percent happy,
3: 100% happy like, to be to be wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and my eat I, my
1: and, hat. And this is what I love about it. Is someone has obviously written that in, and like I I, I will actually I will go out and source the beer and try it. Like, like if I see it somewhere, I'll
0: definitely pick it up. Basically. We will give it a go. Um, last one before we finish off this evening is, and I, I, can't, I see where this one is going already, and I can't remember if we already mentioned it, but it's track. <sighs> I feel like you can't go wrong with track. If I'm completely honest.
2: Well, can I just say a massive thanks to Track for the, bru- uh, the Bruiser the bo- brewer box that they sent me. You got
0: a you um, got a fucking gold. I got top, an absolute. St-
2: I got a stone box. I got a gold top dipper. Um, I got a a, a dipper um, in collaboration with Lux. Um, I got a big seven percent Idaho Seven IPA. Um, oh, I got their, I got loft. their collab. I got their collab with Verdant. I got their collab with Flock. Oh, um, oh, take my money, mate. Aye, honestly, mate, it's it's and 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 know that I know that I sort of hunt ABVs or anything like that, but but five percent was the lowest, um, and and there was there was four beers north of six percent, uh, sorry, five beers at right the seven were north of six percent. Um, I just I it I, I mean and I I kind of I kind of dicked on them a wee bit at the start, you know, but the beer that I had that that West Coast Pale was delicious. Yeah, it yeah. was really 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 nice. But we're all about the the sort of Ron Seal attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it has to do with what it says on the tin for me. And I mean I don't know, maybe maybe West Coast Pale is is maybe is maybe you know, style, uh, as, yeah. I, it's maybe open to interpretation a bit more than the West Coast IPA. Um but you know, an IPA is a pale really, isn't it? So um, mm-hmm. it just it just it was absolutely delicious, but I just didn't think it was West Coast enough for me. Um, but, but yeah uh, you know and I'll I, I hold up to the same um, the same degree as Exhale they've missed on that beer for me uh,
0: um,
2: the beer was delicious but it wasn't what I was expecting it to
0: be no, true as, true you know, true if it's
2: no I'm so looking forward to getting into the rest of the beers
0: if it's no giving you that run some moment then uh, I suppose I mean it's is it Simona the beer that No-ma. they do yeah
2: that No-ma. is. No-ma.
0: Uh, Sonoma, oh, thank you. Sorry, oh. um, I picked a can up at the weekend. That's me, cask, Simona.
3: Um, so me, Simona.
0: Me, I, I, Mate, if I can get it in cask or keg, oh. I would love it. I might as well get a can, and it's just such a good beer. It's like three point six, three point seven, or something like that. Right now. Thank you. And do, do you want to fucking tell a story? It was delicious, <laughs> mate. I, I think it was. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a the good beer. Mate. Bye. it's I, such a good beer um, I don't know anybody who doesn't like that beer it's yeah. just such a good solid beer in every in every format that you can get it in whether it be cask or can it's just such a good fucking beer um, for me I, I see I think track are up there, are, are in the pantheon to be honest, I think they've, especially with the gold top series, I, I yeah. got a bruiser box, I got a bruiser track box and I won't lie, I was a wee bit gutted when I didn't get a gold top, granted I got a tipper, but I was like fuck I wanted a gold top so bad, because like for me that like, gold top's almost that kind of like, fucking like Pokemon card thing, like, Oh, want to get all the gold tops. Um, I'll sell you mine if you want. Nah, I forgot. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think they're up there. I, I think they're a hundred percent. Definitely.
1: I mean, I, I I'll happily back that. To be fair, because I, I haven't tried too much myself, other than the core. But going on what everybody else has said and the collaborations, the people that they're working with to create the beer, I think yeah, you can't like. Surely you can't miss put it that way.
0: Well, I don't think they miss. I don't think they miss, and if they miss, it's very rare. And uh, they like to. Say, they might have missed for that one that Carl had earlier on. Um, it's maybe one of those styles that's just kind of up to interpretation. But yeah. like the kind of black IPAs of the world. Um, anything else, you gentlemen would like to mention this evening before I sh- close things up?
1: No for me. Nope.
0: Beautiful. As always, wherever you listen to this podcast, make sure you have subscribed and at that ding a ling ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. If you can do, uh, feel free and give us a wee review, a wee five-star review. That'd be much appreciated. Or you can head to our Patreon page to show your official support at patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast, get access to exclusive content and um, you potentially get some homebrew from the guys as well eventually. Um, Patreon.com forward slash fridge podcast. Um, make sure you follow us Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like, follow, share. My name's Gavin, that's MD, the backshift of Scotty and Callum are here. Until next time, goodbye.
3: Goodbye. Peace. Beer fridge podcast.